Hey there. My name is Matt Robertson, and this is Everyday Marksman Radio, episode number one. Let's get started. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know neither victory nor defeat. That is one of my favorite quotes of all time by Theodore Roosevelt. Hello again. My name is Matt, and this is episode one of my podcast. Before I get going, I just want to say thank you to all of my prior readers who've been following my blog for a couple of years at this point, as well as you, this new listener who just stumbled across my podcast and is now deciding whether or not you want to keep listening. Well, you're here, so thank you for sticking around long enough to get to this point. Hopefully you stay all the way to the end. You know, I've been talking about doing a podcast for a while, and I kept putting it off because I just wanted it to be perfect. Well, as they used to say in the military, don't let perfection be the enemy of good enough. And here I am. I have had people talking to me for months, asking, hey Matt, when is that first episode? When are you going live? Well, here we are, episode number one. In this first episode, we're going to cover four main topics. First off is going to be an introduction to who am I? Then I'm going to talk about what we do at The Everyday Marksman. I'm going to spend a little bit of time talking about why I started a podcast, and then talk about what you should expect in the future. If that sounds good to you, then let's get started. So first off, let's talk about who I am. My name is Matt Robertson, and I run a blog. If you haven't guessed by this point, the name of that blog is The Everyday Marksman. In that site, I cover a wide variety of skills for living a more adventurous life. But I'll talk a little bit more about that in the next section about what it is that we do. So let's talk about my background. You see, I've always been, air quoting, the adventurous type. I spent 10 years as an officer in the United States Air Force. But don't let that fool you from the name of everyday marksman. My specialty was not in small arms or marksmanship training, but rather... I specialized in nuclear weapons and ICBMs. At this point, the only thing you should really take away from that is that I had a very high-pressure environment where I had to learn a lot about performing under pressure, learning lots of information to a very high degree, and it kind of turned me into a huge science and data nerd. Now, while I was in the Air Force, I spent most of my career as an instructor, both doing the job as well as teaching others how to do the job. Later on, I was sent down to California where I became an instructor in the formal training school. 
From there, I earned my Master Instructor certification. In a way, I suppose you could say that teaching is in my blood. Both my mom was a teacher and my grandfather and his father. They were all teachers and instructors from college level to elementary to software training like I do now. Since I got out of the military, I've been spending my time in the private sector, teaching others how to do highly technical software stuff. Now, what that stuff is doesn't really matter, but what I want you to take away from this is that if I had a superpower to tell you about in this podcast, it would be my ability to break down information in ways that people can understand it quickly and easily. So aside from my professional credentials, let's talk about how I got into marksmanship in general and being kind of a gun nerd. You see, like most millennials, and I count myself in that loosely because I'm technically at the front edge of that, the so-called Oregon Trail generation. Like most millennials, I got started with video games. Now, I could go in for days and days and days about all the games I played when I was young. What you should take away is I'm pretty good at shooters. Now, that led into playing paintball in middle school. There was just something oddly satisfying about running around the woods with my friends, shooting each other with air-powered paintball guns. That continued all the way through high school until I got to go to the range for the very first time with my best friend and his father, who was a former Green Beret. It was that time that I learned the fundamentals of safety and marksmanship, and I couldn't exactly tell you what happened But the moment that that Springfield 1903 kicked back and cracked me in the jaw because I didn't have a good hold on it, I was hooked for life. Of course, when I was in college in Air Force ROTC, I had to do all the weapons qualifications and standard shooting things like that. But it was really one of my best friends in college who got really into shooting that introduced me to all the really cool stuff I came to enjoy later on. We would take trips out to the range and I got to experiment with shotguns and rifles and pistols and smaller 9mm PCCs, as they're called. Though it was my senior year where things became really clear to me. You see, we got hit by Hurricane Katrina when I lived in Miami, and then we lost power. Now, that wasn't a big deal, but shortly after, we got hit by another hurricane that knocked out power for nearly three weeks. And it was in those three weeks where we found out that we were kind of on our own. Even though we were close to campus, my neighbor got stabbed. And it took the police nearly an hour and a half to respond. And that was the first time I ever realized that you kind of have to prepare for yourself and you're going to be on your own for a little bit when things get bad. As I left college and got into my professional career in the military, I learned to do a lot more stuff. I started competing when I lived in Montana. At first, it was all these little local outlaw competitions, but eventually I started doing more long-range precision and action shooting, and things that I never thought I'd get to do when I was in high school and college. Ever since then, I've continued my pursuit of learning. I try to go to the range as often as possible, but even more than that, I try to go to training classes. I go to competitions. I try to test myself against my peers as well as my own history. You'll never catch me calling myself an expert in anything, though I have learned a lot along the way. In the end, I'm on the same journey that you are. I'm just a little further down the road. So aside from the shooting and marksmanship part, what about the outdoors? You see, I am a longtime outdoors fanatic, and I think that started when I was a kid. I will be the first to admit that I had a relatively blessed childhood. My parents ran a travel agency, and they would take me all over the world. I remember by the time I was in fourth grade, I was riding a horseback up volcanoes in Costa Rica. When I graduated from high school, I spent a month 
canoeing through northern Canada with my friends. I remember on that trip, I learned about the value of preparation. You see, on that trip, there was more than a couple incidents where things could have gone really bad had we not had sufficient medical supplies and thought ahead about this is what you need to do. Later on in college, when I was doing segments of the Appalachian Trail, I learned the value of discipline. You see, I took the lessons from my Canada trip and tried to overprepare to the point that I about blew out my knees on the Appalachian Trail because I was carrying too much stuff. So a little bit of extra discipline goes a long way to take care of yourself. Later, when I lived in Montana, I learned the value of self-reliance. It's one thing to break down in the middle of nowhere in a city like North Virginia where I live now, and eventually someone will come along who can help you out, or you can call AAA. But when I lived in Montana, you were often on your own for quite a while, and probably without cell phone service. Throughout life, I've learned a lot of skills that you might call technical or tactical or survival skills. To me, they're just all things I've picked up and really want to be able to share with others. And that leads me to The Everyday Marksman, the name of my site. You see, The Everyday Marksman is a resource for information. It originally started as a blog about marksmanship, but it's become a lot more than that. I'll get to that in a minute. It now encompasses a huge variety of skills, from marksmanship to physical fitness to survival skills and a winning mindset. My mission is to build a better culture, to instill a spirit of adventure in people again, to break stereotypes about gun owners, and to build a more capable citizen. Ultimately, I want to be able to build a network of people interested in growth through learning new skills and applying them in ways that they may not have thought to do before. So why did I start a podcast? You see, I've been writing blogs on and off since 2006. In fact, I've had six blogs to this point, but the only one left is The Everyday Marksman. Each one reflected a different period of my life. Maybe it was about journaling about some girl that I liked in college. Maybe it was about growth through exploring philosophy and things that I just didn't get anywhere else. The Everyday Marksman started in 2014 after I lost a shooting match to my really good friend and fellow military officer. You know, I hate losing. So I decided that I was going to get better by going home and writing down all of my goals and my practice routines and my progress and taking pictures. And I just kind of kept documenting all of this through. And I benefited really early on because a couple other really well-known and excellent shooters in their own right took notice of what I was doing and started sharing my articles and offering input and advice. And to this day, I keep contact with all those guys. And honestly, I'm just so thankful that I met them through the internet. But eventually I realized something was changing. You see, the everyday marksman became less and less about my own journey and the things I was learning and more about me helping other people on their journey. Now, at some point, I can't really tell you when, I decided that it really wasn't about me anymore and I wanted to focus on helping others, but, but not just when it came to how to shoot a gun or how to pick the right rifle for you, but real advice for how to get better across the board in a variety of areas. I relaunched The Everyday Marksman in 2018. I bought my own domain name. I got real themes and really started trying to build a community to help others. And I sat down and tried to figure out what is the tagline going to be for this effort that I'm going through. And I have it, at least for now. You never know, it might change in the future. The tagline for the Everyday Marksman is tactical skills 
for an adventurous life. Now, what do I mean by tactical skills? I'm certainly not referring to the cheesy marketing slogans you might come across elsewhere on the internet. I don't mean five tactical things you can do to lift more weight or make more money because, well, that's a bunch of BS. When I talk about tactical skills, I mean military skills, the kinds of things that men everywhere used to learn when we were boys in Boy Scouts or through JROTC or when we joined the military. And for whatever reason, over time, people have stopped learning these skills. Maybe they think they're no longer useful because our society is so modern. Maybe they just never thought to learn it because there was no opportunity. But here's the truth. There's always more to learn. And so the Everyday Marksman does not just talk about marksmanship or shooting gear. We also talk about physical fitness because your fitness level determines what you're actually capable of doing as a human being. It determines your survival, determines how far and how fast you can go and how flexible you are. It matters. We talk about other skills like how to start a fire, how to build a shelter, how to recognize good and bad plants, things that people who have to live in the field for long periods of time all have to learn. I take inspiration from great outdoors authors like Horace Kephart and Nesmuk and these guys who've been around for a hundred years that nobody knows anymore. I talk about mindset. Because at the end of the day, you're only capable of doing the things that you believe that you can do. And of course, I always want to share learning resources because as I find research and articles and and new people who know how to do stuff, I want to share that with people. So let's talk about why I started a podcast. You see, I really enjoy writing. And if you've ever read my articles, you know I can tend to be a little long-winded. But here's the thing. Reading a long article is not always practical for most people. A 3,000 or 4,000 word article may take 20 minutes to read, and you certainly can't do that while you're commuting to work, or hopefully you're not trying to read it at work. We all have busy lives. So reason number one I started a podcast was to make it more convenient for my subscribers to consume content. You can listen to these podcasts while you're commuting to work, or while you're at the gym, or doing laundry. You can plug in, listen to it, and then stop it and come back to it later. Reason number two is that podcast just has a different audience than the written word. There's different algorithms and there's just different people who I may be able to reach and capture and bring into our community, which is ultimately the goal, is to grow more people interested in doing the things that we talk about. Third is that podcasts are more personal. It's not just my words on a page, but my voice coming through your headphone or your speakers, right to your ears. You can hear the emphasis I put on different words or the lightness in the voice or the seriousness I'm trying to get across. It's just a very personal experience I don't think you can get from just reading. And on a selfish note, I also started this podcast as a way to improve my own speaking skills. You see, as a professional trainer in the tech world, I have to speak a lot, and I feel like running a podcast only ever helps me to build my own speaking skills. Let's worry about those ums and those ahs and how do I slow down and talk slower, talk faster, or use more pitch invariants. It's just all good practice for me. So let's talk about what you can expect going forward from the Everyday Marksman radio podcast. I can't be an expert in all things all the time. And really, nobody is. So you should expect that solo episodes, which are going to happen every once in a while, are going to be just me sharing my thoughts or my research as I try to teach you something that I think I've gotten a pretty good hold of. For those times where I think I really need to get an expert in on this one, I'm going to have interviews where I can bring in those experts, I can 
get that information and share it with you just as I would if you were one of my students in the classroom. You should expect that each solo episode is going to run about 15 to 25 minutes. Interviews are probably going to go a little bit longer, say 45 minutes to an hour. At first, I'm going to post new episodes every other week. This is both for me to learn how to do podcasting, how to be more efficient with my editing, as well as just getting a hold of how to do it. If things go really well, I'll I'll increase that over time to maybe once a week where we can keep this going as a regular thing. So let's wrap up. The best way to contact me is through the website, everydaymarksman.co. I'll be sure to leave a link in the show notes. You can comment on any article there. You can join our message board or community where you can ask questions and get answers and just participate in general conversations. You can subscribe to our newsletter. I've got a big fat subscribe button all over the page. Email always works, which you can find on my contact page, but also Twitter. So you can find my name and I'll be sure to put this in the show notes because thank you to Twitter character limits. My Twitter handle is at everyday marksman, but it's E-V-R-Y for every. Now, before you go, I have a couple of favors to ask of you. First off, be sure to subscribe and please, please leave a review. I don't expect you to leave a five-star review all the time because let's be real, not every podcast is five stars and I appreciate honesty. I will always be honest and upfront with you and I expect the same in return. I want that review because I want to get better. Let me know what I'm doing well, what I need to work on, and just let's grow this thing together. Now, while you're on the site, it would be really awesome if you could subscribe to our newsletter. I send emails out about once a week, unless you also opt in to get the post alerts. So there's usually two posts per week. You'll get a little email about that, or you can just get the one weekly email. All right. That about does it for me in episode one. Thank you so much for listening one more time. I am super stoked that you're here, and I really look forward to having more conversations with you.